I'm Aaron Gallo. I'm Marty Hogan. And I'm Eric Berry. And we're from the Starfleet Escape Podcast. And you're listening to another great Four Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. You've entered Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to the Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four Ride Radio Network. This is the pilot episode and may or may not be used as our first episode, but knowing me, I'll be lazy and actually put it as our first episode. It all just really depends on how much our friends hate this. So it's now time to catch them all with your hosts. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Instinct. And I'm Doug, also known as Doug Watchin, and I am on Team Valor. To listen to this show, you can find us on, but not right now, 4RideRadio.com. Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcasts, Blueberry Podcasts, Miro Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. Again, you cannot find us on there right now. Well, maybe if you're actually listening to us on one of those <laughs> things, it just depends on who you are, if you're one of our friends. We are brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. So, obviously, this is a podcast dedicated to Pokemon, and I'm sure you're probably wondering why you should listen to this podcast instead of the tens of thousands of other podcasts that are on iTunes and whatnot right now, and I can't give you a good answer for that. You should listen to all of them, including us, but us first, and yes. then all the other ones yes, us. after us. Yes, by then you'll get sick and tired of listening to the same <laughs> news over and over again. So, <laughs> us first, just make sure of that. So, 20 years of Pokemon has been going on, and we've got two new games coming out in November. Yes. So, first question I'm going to ask you is, which version are you getting? I actually just decided this today, if you can believe it. I am oh, pretty nice. certain I'm going to get Sun, because okay. I the first two people I asked said they were getting Moon. So, I try you to balance sure it out. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm actually getting both. Well, that's, yeah, so I've there have been two generations where I've gotten both or all of the games in that generation, and so we'll mm-hmm. see, this could be one of them, but if I only get one, it'll be, it'll be Sun. Yeah, I originally only got one version for each thing, and then usually got, like, the third version or whatever, but um, I started get I ended up getting X and Y, mm-hmm. because I originally got Y, and then I loved that game so much I didn't want to restart it, so I was like, yeah, I'll buy an X version and it kind of just escalated from there with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. There you go. I, uh, have you, you're completely caught up. You've played everything all the way through. Yes. I played every game as far as I can remember. Okay. You're the better of the two of us. I'm, I'm going to be the one on here who's currently oh. catching up on stuff, <laughs> which will be entertaining. I'm sure. Okay. Um, well, uh, I've seen your tweets. You've also been talking about, uh, watching the anime. Yeah. Yep, right so I, uh, I haven't watched the anime in quite a while, but I decided to pick up the XY anime because... It's great, isn't it? It's really, really good. And I'm... Yeah. I, the last series I recall watching was Johto Journeys. So there's been a huge, oh. huge, huge gap. Oh, wow. Huge gap. Oh, um, And so I was, I was amazed. Um, and I don't remember exactly why I watched mm-hmm. it. I might have watched it because I'm playing through Y right now. Uh... But for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I decided to pick it up, and it's it's such an enormous improvement from what I remember in a bunch of different mm-hmm. ways. So that's been pretty fun too. Nice, yeah. I've watched most of the anime. Like I've dropped off here and there, and mm-hmm. like I'll watch an episode, and I'll be like, "Oh, Ash has that Pokemon." <laughs> yes. And I watched the black and white series, and I didn't really care for it that much. No. I I think the black and white games were also my least favorite. No! <laughs> well, black and white, but then black 2 and white 2 became my favorites. Okay. So, I'm curious. You've played all of them, and now yeah. I, I, I feel like I have to ask. Mm-hmm. What, what are your favorite generations? Because okay. I'm already realizing like there's Gen stuff we're going to disagree on, which is fantastic. Yes. Uh, Gen 2 is my favorite. Okay, well, we agree on that. <laughs> I love Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Okay when they brought those back, and I don't know what it is. Like, the graphics are just perfect in it. You get the Pokemon following you around, which is awesome. And, again, uh, the Johto region is probably my favorite region out of all of them. Yeah. 
I think I don't know why. It's just I've always just enjoyed the Johto region. It was just something different, and I was just gonna say maybe it's just because of Heracross or something. I don't know. Oh gosh, I'm yes, yes. Heracross <laughs> is fantastic. Oh, this yes. is so good. <laughs> um, I was telling somebody today that I tend to feel most connected or most nostalgic for the second generation of things because the mm-hmm. first generation is where I learned to love it, and the second generation is the first time I'm excited for new stuff. So. And there were all sorts of things that I realized, like nerd stuff, where I realized the second mm-hmm. gen is my favorite stuff. Did you did you start playing Pokemon when it first came out, or did you jump in somewhere? Um, yes and no. The first time I played it, my cousin had the game, and I was playing for him because he kind of gave up, and he had only gotten to, like, the Viridian Forest. Uh-huh. So I played for him, and I never played before, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is Pokemon. This is on a video game. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. The graphics are so good. Uh, That changed quickly. But (laughs) afterwards, I went to my mom, and I'm like, mom, I want to play Pokemon. I need a Game Boy. I need this game. So they got me the Pokemon Yellow uh, Special Edition with the Game Boy. Oh, jealous. It was still it was yellow in front, blue on the back, and it had like Togepi, Jigglypuff, and Pikachu on it. And so that was my first game was Pokemon Yellow. But then later on that night, I got Pokemon Red, which is the one I really wanted to play. So I yeah. played that one. So I got that a little bit later than when the games came out. Okay. But then I got, I remember getting a Pokemon Silver and thinking this is the greatest thing ever because of all the colors and. Mm-hmm. And it just came out, so I was super excited. And then I remember, I just remember getting all the games and just remembering, just being like, this is so cool. Yeah, every new generation is like a new exciting thing. I, I got the I got the first gen when it first came out. I don't remember if the game was my first exposure or if there was something else. I do remember getting a VHS tape of the first episode of the anime in the mail. Nice. I have no idea how it got to my house. I have no idea who sent it or who asked for it. <laughs> But it happened, and uh, if my parents didn't ask for it, I'm sure they rude the day that it showed up. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, but I do remember that. I remember getting the game. I remember getting the game from EB to uh, EB Electronics, maybe or something like that. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and there was like no looking back. Uh, nice. It is awesome. Uh, still awesome. Oh yeah. Um, I remember. I never got to own Pokemon Snap, but I remember playing that game. When I was over at a friend's house, they'd have it, and I'd be super jealous that they actually had it. I remember just so much with it in the early days. I can't really tell you what got me into Pokemon. I don't know if it was the anime or the game or the cards. I don't know. Pokemon's always just been like a big part of my life. I just wish I could remember where it started. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know either necessarily. I remember I, I do know cards were not the first thing for me. I just can't mm-hmm. remember if it was the anime or the game first. What's interesting, though, especially about the two of us recording together, is that mm-hmm. it sounds like you've consistently stayed with it the whole time, whereas there was like a weird lapse for me. So I, I was consistently playing all the way through as each generation came out, day one, um, maybe except for the first generation. I don't remember when I got that. But mm-hmm. um, day one, picking them all up and everything. And then for some reason, once Black... 2 and white 2 hit mm-hmm. um, I got it and didn't play it and then X and because of that I didn't play X or Y right away and so then mm-hmm. I just fell behind and so recently um, I've been trying to like catch back up and so it's funny because there's these weird gaps so I have all these little gaps of information mm-hmm. um, and I'm hoping that, that doing this is going to fill some mm-hmm. of those in nice. which will be cool yeah. it's going to motivate me to get back yeah. into some stuff <laughs> nice. Yeah, and possibly ruin your wallet. But True. Yeah. But no, my roommate's the same way. She fell out, I think, Generation 3. So when she started playing Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, she was like, oh my gosh, this is like a whole new generation for me because I have no idea who half these Pokemon are. Yeah, well, it's it's funny because this is the first generation, Generation 6, where I have gone so long without knowing Pokemon. I just got... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, what was it? I just got to a point in the anime where something popped up that I hadn't seen before, and I'm like, how did I let this go for so long that years after this game came out, I still don't know everything that hmm. happened in this game? So it's, it's, it's really fun. It's cool. I like it a lot. I'm hoping that every time we record, I'll be able to, to report back on, on how much I've uh, gotten back uh, from that big gap. But So no pressure or anything? 
Yeah, no, <laughs> no pressure to know what you're talking about, Doug. Yeah, but awesome. Catch up. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Um, no, I mean, and uh, hopefully the rumors are true. We'll get a uh, Generation Four remakes with Diamond and Pearl for this gen. I'm kind of hoping. I uh, this is like a topic of contention for me because like. Those are probably since we're talking about favorite generations and least favorite generations. I feel like this is where we're going to have uh, like interesting uh, disparities because we both like Generation Two the most. It sounds like mm-hmm. I love Black and White a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't love Diamond and Pearl very much, okay. um, and a lot of that has to do with uh, when it came out and the system it came out on, uh, and what I was expecting. See, one of my favorite Pokemon is in Diamond and Pearl. And that's Luxray. Yeah. So, because uh, you'll learn quick, I'm a huge Electric fan. Nice. So, like, I've actually just restarted, I think, uh, my Omega Ruby or what, my Alpha Sapphire. I can't remember. Yeah, Alpha Sapphire, because I want to beat Team Aqua a lot easier. Uh, I'm doing an all-electric. <laughs> I'm doing an all-electric team. Dang. And uh, it took me a while to decide who's on the team, but I think I got, like, Chinchou uh, from nice. Generation 2. Because mm-hmm. it's got at least that water element I can use. Um, I got Galvantula from uh, Black and White. Nice. Because it's also got the bug type. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed a flyer, and apparently there's only one electric flying type besides Molga, and that's uh, Zapdos. And hmm. my lowest level Zapdos is 70, so I'm kind of like, you know what? I'll keep you in the PC until the Pokemon League, and then I'll really need you. Yeah. And then if I need to fly somewhere, I'll be like, okay, Zapdos, take me somewhere. <laughs> um, Magnemite, because I always need a Magnemite. And then I think Shinx or something. I can't fully remember. Oh, and Elekid. Nice. So my so. thing with uh, Diamond and Pearl is that it came out mm-hmm. for... It was the first one that came out for the DS. And yes. so there was this new hardware with so many new capabilities... And my imagination just went so wild with what it could have done, and mm-hmm. it did none of those things. None of them! Yeah. Um, it was basically just the next generation of Pokemon on a different console, and it didn't really do anything new. Graphically, it looked new. It did, uh, you know, it obviously introduced the same new stuff that it did before, but, um, you know, it, it didn't have a different feel. You didn't use the touchscreen for anything. You couldn't right. move with the touchscreen. You still can't move with the touchscreen. Mm. Um, and it didn't change the way that you battled at all. Not that I needed anything crazy, but just something fresh. Um, and then on top of that, the big theme of that area was evolution. And so mm-hmm. a huge chunk of those Pokemon didn't even feel new because they were just evolutions of old Pokemon, which... Some of them are awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. The uh, Electivire, like, that flesh, that fully fleshed out line is mm-hmm. amazing. I oh, love yeah. it. Um, and, it, you know, there's just, there's, like, really great elements to it, but for whatever reason, I just didn't feel very connected to it. Maybe a remake will get me connected to it. You know, maybe that'll be a good mm-hmm. second chance for it. Yeah, I mean, with the new graphics, and I mean, plus with who knows what else they'll be including, because somehow they'll tie it into the Alola region, which... Uh, yeah. I'm... Really excited for Sun and Moon. Dude, I'm so pumped. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't, like, introduced any new Mega Evolutions. I wonder if they're kind of like, okay, Mega Evolutions are done and over with. You don't need them anymore. Here's Alola versions. Yeah, do you think... I guess, what's your official prediction? No new Mega Evolutions for this generation, or just not talking about it? Well, considering the fact the game comes out in, like, two and a half months, Mm -hmm. and they haven't announced anything for, like, evolutions of other Pokemon, any pre-evolutions, no Mega Evolutions, all we've so far have gotten is uh, Alola versions and Z-moves, which I'm still not fully sure what they are. Yeah, I don't really fully... I mean, I I have a good idea, I think, but I don't fully understand what they're for. It almost seems like just a move version of Mega Evolutions. Like, it's a Mega Move instead. Yeah. That, that's actually probably a good thing. And they're giving us Alola versions, but they're not giving us, like, the... Like, we just got the new Ratatata Alola version. Oh! It now has a, must, it now has a mustache. It does have a mustache, and it's so funny, the story that they're they're building for it. So I'm, I'm actually... I, I, oddly enough, especially with Pokemon Go bringing everything back into the mainstream consciousness and everybody yes. hating Ratatata all over again, 
Like, mm-hmm. I surprisingly ended up being more excited for Alolan Rattata than I was for a lot of the other mm-hmm. <laughs> Alolan forms. Nice. They're all exciting, nice. but I saw that and I was like, you are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, is, is there going to be an Alola version of Raticate? I'm really curious about the evolutionary uh, element of some of these things. Like, I cannot imagine they're going to make yeah. any new Pikachu. I think Raichu's just its own thing. But well, then We've already seen Pikachu in the game stuff, so I don't think we're going to get Pikachu. Right. But yeah, you're right. I think it's just going to be Raichu. Which so. is so weird because the other ones that they've shown us... Um, with, I guess, the exception of Executor. Mm-hmm. Like, Vulpix and Sandshrew both get Alolan evolutions, but Executor mm-hmm. is not getting an Alolan pre-evolution, as far as we right. know. Um, and obviously, I guess I shouldn't say obviously, but I'm pretty sure it's obviously. Raichu's not getting an Alolan Pikachu version. So it's really bizarre or how they Pichu. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little surfer bro Pichu. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be into that. But it's interesting mm-hmm. to see how they're picking them. I do have a friend who said that he's pretty bummed that they all seem to be Kanto Pokemon, but that makes sense to me. Yeah. They're breathing their life into a bunch of older Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what Mega Evolutions serve the purpose of, so I mm-hmm. I could see where this might be a replacement for that. I mean, I'd love to see like an Alola version of like Blossom. Yes, I was going to say Sunflora, but pretty much any sort of plant-based uh, mm-hmm. grass Pokemon I think would be awesome to have in Alolan form for. It's interesting, we've kind of seen this before with the Orange Islands, where they were like, oh, they just look different because they live on an island, but this takes it, like, one step further. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know if you remember the episode in the anime where they actually encountered the uh, surfing Pikachu. Um, I remember there being a card for Surfing Pikachu. I don't know if I remember the actual Surfing Pikachu in the anime. Well, in the anime, there was this surfer guy. He was a little bit older, and he wanted to surf, like, the biggest wave ever, and he wanted to do it with his Pikachu. And it was a really huge uh, episode. Hmm. I'm hoping they bring him back, and his Pikachu has evolved into the Alola uh, Raichu. That would be really cool. in the anime... The surfing Pikachu had blue eyes instead of the normal black. Oh. The Alola Raichu has blue eyes. Yeah, I was just looking at it the other day, and it's actually really striking that it has blue eyes. Mm -hmm. So I would love to see them bring that character back along with his Pikachu just because they could. I mean, obviously, voice actor-wise, probably not going to get the same voice actor, but at that point, who's going to remember? Right. And uh, so... That's something I would love for them just to do, just be like a callback to like and Ash being Ash could probably completely forget the guy because again, it's Ash. Yeah. Cause he forgets everything. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I necessarily need to go into the few frustrations <laughs> I have had with XY. I'm sure everyone can guess. It has to do with the fact that Ash is still eleven years old. Ash is still there. Ash still kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. Um I think it was like the beginning of black and white. Or X and Y, I can't remember which one, but the narrator's like, Ash Ketchum, a 10-year-old, and I'm like, what? Oh, jeez. They start it off, and I'm like, he's been on this adventure for how long? Like, I understand you want to keep the character the same age to relate to the kids who are watching it. Yeah. But it's like, at some point, you're going to have to be like, okay, so he's been on this adventure for a full year, and there's more episodes than there is days of the year, so... Yeah. What? Get your ish together, uh, Pokemon anime. Exactly. Just at least grow make up. Like, grow up. <laughs> at, le- at least make this journey two years. <laughs> All right. So I have a feeling I know how, what you're going to say about it, but what do you think of Serena in the anime? Serena's fine in the anime so far. What's interesting about the XY anime is the surrounding cast... Mm-hmm. actually has way more involvement in actual storylines than Ash. Or at least, like, episodic storylines. Mm-hmm. So Ash is doing his thing as he always has, and it's the overarching thing that pushes them forward into new locations. But frequently, what I've noticed is that the stories of individual episodes have a lot more to do with Bonnie or Clement or mm-hmm. Serena or whoever their new character is, and Ash is kind of just there to push 
these characters yeah. into new situations, I which think... is interesting. I mm. kind of am fine with it because I'm tired of Ash, but um, <laughs> Ash gets more. But of it a is interesting in X Y Z. I'll say that. Okay. At least. But I'm gonna be honest. Serena is probably one of my favorite characters in all of the anime. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited I, about that. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about her. Like she's just exciting. She's it's something fresh and new with the characters. Well, they should be doing stuff with the characters that actually are based on protagonists from the game. Like, they should be using them more. Right. Um, I haven't gotten too far into what they're leading into when they... they. I don't think I've gotten to the bottom of the connection between Serena and Ash. I'm not too far into the series. But I've gotten a taste of it. So I'm very curious to see how that all plays out. Because they haven't really done that before, right? I don't know if this is true, but have they ever delved into Ash as a kid before? Not really. I mean, like, there's been, like, a few episodes here and there with him and Gary, but I don't think anything was, like, another character. So this is really cool. And from there's rumors going around that Serena might actually adventure into the Alola region with Ash. Which I'm super looking forward to because we haven't actually had a character... Uh, change between uh, seasons besides Ash and Pikachu since Brock. Well, I was going to say, since like Johto, we didn't really get right. a new cast. But yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Cause, and then uh, Hoenn, we had uh, uh, Brock, May, and Max. Right. And then uh, Sinnoh was Brock and Dawn. And then by the time they got to uh, Unova, it was uh, Iris and Silence. So, right. Brock had finally left, and I was kind of just like, oh, well, this kind of sucks. So I'm really hoping they'll actually like keep Serena for a little bit longer. Okay, but when they get to the Alola region in the anime, which gym leader is going to be the one that he doesn't realize is a gym leader who travels with him? <laughs> and then he's like, you're a what? You're a gym leader? Well, haven't you heard there's gym time. leaders in uh, Sun and Moon? Okay, well, let's talk about that, because yes. I think it kind of sounds like they're... There are ish, you know what I mean. It mm-hmm. seems like uh, it seems like there are there's like this interesting combination of what are they called the Kahuna's? Yeah. And then um, what are the Pokemon called? Uh, or are the Pokemon the ones that are called Kahuna's? The Kahuna's yeah. are are human, and then the the Pokemon are called something else. But it sounds mm-hmm. like there might be almost like a half and half, which would still sort of turn into eight different like large story tasks. I don't know how much yeah. they've clarified for, this. I don't think they've really clarified it. But, I think they said there's only um, four of them, but I mean, there could be like, you know, like like you said, probably like you got the humans and then like the Pokemon on top of it, so... Right, my guess is that because there are four islands, each island mm-hmm. is going to have a task that you have to complete for the mm-hmm. island, which you're going to have to do for the human, and then at the end of that task, there's going to be a Pokemon with a companion Pokemon, mm-hmm. and that's going to be kind of like your gym leader, because you're yeah. still battling them, right? Yeah. So I'm imagining that's what it's going to be. I'm sure nobody's, like, they've they've pretty much established that mm-hmm. they are not calling anybody a gym leader. Which is refreshing, um, honestly, because it's something yeah. different. Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking for from Diamond and Pearl when it happened, was some sort of shake-up. Uh, so I'm very glad that we're finally getting that. Yeah, um, I can't oh, wait to see Ash's reaction. So beautiful. Yeah, huh? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'm just wait- waiting for Ash's reaction when they're like, "Oh yeah, there's no gyms here." Well, I'm wondering, do you think that they will make any sort of reference in the anime about the Orange Islands when he gets to Alola? Because the Orange Islands were also mm-hmm. tasks, and there were four I islands with so. four gym leaders where he did four tasks and got badges. Yeah. So I, I think I it would so. be cool. And Orange, the Orange Islands had regional variants, so I'm hoping... Oh my gosh, what if they bring Tracy back for the anime? I was just about to say, what if they bring back Tracy? That'd be epic. <laughs> that would be so weird. But cool, I like Tracy. In the background. Yeah, they usually see him like in the background or whatever with Professor Oak like chasing a Pokemon or whatever. Yeah. And I would love for oh, them to yeah. bring back Tracy for this. Do you think if Tracy comes back, he'll have a man bun instead of a weird... Uh... Headband. <laughs> uh, seeing as how only one character has ever really changed their hair, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> I think Tracy needs an update. 
Yeah, that would be cool though. Um, I would love to see that. All right. So as far as like you started talking about the forms, the Alolan forms. There's been mm-hmm. a ton of them revealed. There's actually been a ton of information, period, revealed for mm-hmm. these games. There's like so much to digest. But what's been your favorite Alolan form so far? That's a tough one because, I mean, they're also just different. Because um, what is it? You got the Vulpix and the Sancher stuff. Mm-hmm. There's Executor, the Ratatata, the Raichu. Am I missing one? I feel like I'm missing one. Hold on. Oh, I think... Uh, what is it? Uh, we got... Was it Marowak? The Fire Marowak? Yes. Yes. And then Meowth. Yes, and the Dark Meowth. Oh, look, that's a good... This... Okay. Go for it. Go ahead. I was just going to say the Marowak is probably my favorite, just because it's got the fire twirling. Yeah. That's really cool. It also poses the question again... Since mm-hmm. Meowth is Meowth is you know a basic form, yes. and Marowak is a stage one evolution, are Cubone and Persian going to be anything? I'm assuming that Persian is going to be a different type, and that Cubone yeah. will not. It, which is so weird. It's I'm I'm this is one of the biggest mysteries for me right now. Is how are they choosing which mm-hmm. Pokemon they're going to type change and they're going to make for var- or they're going to create variants for? and which ones aren't, mm-hmm. and how are they deciding. Which, you know, we're never going to know the answer, because we're never going right. to know the answer of how they picked Pokemon for Mega Evolution, mm-hmm. but it's still going to haunt me forever. Now, I want to know is, what happens to Meowth when he goes to Alola? Oh, you know there's going to be a whole episode about Meowth from, you know, Team Rocket meeting a bunch of Meowth, or one Meowth, mm-hmm. from Alola. And then it's going to be like a whole episode. Oh, and there's going to be an episode where Meowth ends up disguising himself as one of them? Oh, I'm sure. I'm so, sure. Do you think... Uh, do you th- They haven't really done this before, but I think they would probably find comedy in it. Do you think they're going to have an Alolan Meowth that can talk with our Meowth? Or not our Meowth, but Team Rocket's Meowth? <laughs> Just like a really sassy, mm-hmm. like, uh, like obnoxious I- Meowth? I don't know. <laughs> I, it'd be. I would like to see that. Yeah. It could be funny. It could also be disastrously terrible. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, can I just replace the Wobbuffet with it? Yes. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you want to replace Team Rocket's Wobbuffet with another Meowth? Yes. <laughs> like, like you know how like uh, in this generation they went out and caught new Pokemon. They're gonna end up capturing new Pokemon yeah. from when they get to Lola. I want. Uh, Jesse or James to be like, oh, hey, look, a new Meowth. I should capture this one and replace you. Uh, how weird would it be if they caught a Meowth, even though the Meowth mm-hmm. that they travel with is just like a freestanding, uncaptured, trainerless Meowth? <laughs> That'd be oh, so okay. weird. And this, this Meowth ends up being a lot stronger than their Meowth. Yeah, they could do a whole lot with that. But yeah... I think uh, the Marowak is probably one of the more exciting ones. I think a lot of people were surprised and also... uh, Let me try that one again. I think a lot of people were also surprised and really excited about the Raichu. Mm -hmm. I think I I totally got sucked into the Executor meme, and I just, like, I need it now. Like, I need a 35-foot-tall Executor dragon in my party. Yeah. Now, out of all of the new Pokemon that's been revealed, which one's your favorite? Mm, well, let's start with the starters. Who are you choosing for your starter? Do you have a favorite already? I'm going with the Fire Cat. Oh, me too! Okay. Nice. Um, that one, it just it speaks to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, um, I've never actually started with a Fire type in my entire gaming career. Well, not what career, do you normally but... start with? Um, the very first time I played the game, I chose Squirtle because Squirtle is life. But then uh, <laughs> every version after, I've always started with the grass type. I don't know why. I never realized I did until uh, when Sun and Moon got revealed and they revealed the three starters. And I'm like, yeah. who should I start with? And I started thinking, I'm like, well, Johto, I started with Chikorita. Uh, Hoenn, I started with um, Trico. And then so on and so forth with yeah. Snivy and... Uh, Turtwig and all yes, those guys. So I, I realized, I'm like, I've always started with a grass type. I need to change things up. And since I technically started with a water type in Gen 1, I'm like, I'm going to start with a fire type. So 
Yeah. That's kind of my thought process behind that, and everyone thinks I'm crazy because apparently the owl is life. No, the owl is not life. I don't no. I don't need to be one of the like eighty percent of people who are gonna pick the owl. I'm exactly. calling you, you know all what? out. Can... Calling every yes. one of you out. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I can outbeat you all with my fire cat because you all chose the damn owl. Exactly. I am worried that our uh, like Litten is going to have the worst final evolution. I'm really, really nervous for some reason, and I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just because the fire final like all, the fire final evolutions are cool. They're just so predictable, and I don't mm-hmm. want this to follow the same line. I don't want a bipedal, like fighting looking mm-hmm. fire cat. I have thing. a feeling it's gonna be a, you know, like I have a feeling it's gonna be a dark fire type. Well I'm d I, I feel like it will. I just I I don't want it to be like humanoid. Not because I'm against that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's been so typical. I uh Right. I just I really think it would be so cool if we got like a, a big wild cat. Like a tiger. Yeah that'd be sweet. Um but yeah so that's cool. I'm I'm similar to you in that I've uh picked the grass type for nearly every single generation. The mm-hmm. only times I have not chosen grass types are when I have both of the games mm-hmm. or when I play black and white because I absolutely love <laughs> I absolutely love Tepig and his right. whole evolutionary line. For whatever reason, Embor is great. I just mm-hmm. traded somebody Pokemon cards like it's 1998 uh, nice. for an Embor, and I am am the happiest uh, 28-year-old there ever was. You know? Nice. <laughs> Just so pumped. See, uh, the starters for Gen 5, I don't really care for any of them. Oh, Tepic is life. <laughs> I do like Tepic, but if I had to choose one, I really wouldn't choose any. I'd probably just, like, somehow picks another Pokemon from there. Uh, no! From the- <laughs> but, I mean, the same thing with, like, uh, Gen 4. I mean, I like Turtwig, but the others, I'm kind of just like, meh. Yeah. I think, uh, but then, like, I think Bulbasaur and, and uh, Tepig are my overall favorite starters. Okay. Trico, Cyndaquil, and Squirtle. Cyndaquil's rad. I do love Cyndaquil. That oh, was yeah. the one that I, when I had gold and silver at the same time, that was the one that I chose. I, I think I started nice. with Totodile and uh, Soul Silver just because he's the one that I had never started with. Makes sense. But to answer your question, as far as like the, uh, as, as far as the Pokemon that have been revealed so far, which one my favorite oh, yeah. is? <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. This is kind of tough. <laughs> I do, I mean, I, I I go back and forth on uh, the Beware because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's a big, like, pink bear, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of creepy. <laughs> it reminds me of Pedo Bear. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. I was just thinking about it, like, it always has a smile, and then it's mm-hmm. going to crush you. Like, it's just, yeah. it's so weird. Yeah. You've seen the pre-evolution. It's literally a stuffed animal. Yeah, it has a tag. It took me a second to realize what that was. I was like, what is that yeah. thing sticking out of its butt? And it's a it's a tag. <laughs> now, if they ever decide to make a plush version of that, the tag better be there, and it better be a legitimate tag for the toy. <laughs> that would like, be awesome. Like, oh, hey, look, here's just a fake tag, and then the real tag is like two inches off to the right. Yeah. No, just make that the legitimate tag for it, and I guarantee you everyone will be happy. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it, that, that'll be awesome. I think, I think design-wise, some of the ones that I've been most impressed by um, are maybe the Fomantis and and uh, Lurantis. I love those designs. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like the I don't know how to say it, but Oricorio, the birds. I'm really really intrigued mm-hmm. to see those because mm-hmm. they're they're like pretty strong variations of each other. They're not like slight mm-hmm. variations of the same thing. They're very distinct. Yes. Yeah. Unlike the like the deerlings and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like, there's just I'm really intrigued because it seems like they're they're willing to really play with our expectations of what some of these Pokemon should uh, mm-hmm. do. So this, uh, you know, this wishy washy guy, this little fish that turns into a big school of fish. I'm really really yes. curious to know how that's going to work practically. Uh, because it makes sense just in concept, but how is it going to work in the game? Right. 
Um, trying to think which one's my favorite. Obviously, the Donald Trump weasel is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I no, that's, that's tied into the the Ratatat. That's so funny to me that the yes. reason Ratatat in Alola looks the way that it does is because it competes for territory with the gumshoes. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite is the Vicavolt, the little uh, beetle electric type. Yeah, I like for whatever reason, even they do, even though they do it every single generation, I really like the three stage bug mm-hmm. Pokemon that they release each time. I don't know why. Yeah, um, the Drompa is kind of weird looking, but cool at the same time. Which it's got like the very uh, Chinese dragon type. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a bizarre design, but I do like it. I'm really intrigued by that one. It almost... Doesn't it kind of look like it should have a companion to it? It does. It does? It, or, I mean, it does look like it should. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it, it looks like there should be another version of it. Or like a, mm-hmm. a Pokemon that's not actually related, but but looks similar to it. Yeah. Um, I do like the uh, Wimpod, the little uh, horseshoe crab. Yeah, that one's cool. It's almost uh, it's almost fossily. Yeah, and then I like how they actually put in like a Clydesdale horse. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was, it was kind of cool. Yeah, I like that one. It's also a little goofy, but I've 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 grown to to actually kind of okay. like it. And then my all time favorite is the Palosand. <laughs> you like that? That that is my favorite out of the whole thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting a Sandcastle Pokemon on game. That's the one people are crapping on the most. I think. Oh. Yeah, but Isn't everyone it? also hated the ice cream from Gen 5, so... Yeah, well, they're wrong. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what, guys, we had magnets for Gen yeah. 1. Yeah, that... A palm tree. Exactly. Yeah. So but, uh, people who complain about the concepts of modern Pokemon are clearly forgetting that there have always been oh, ridiculous yeah. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, guys, it's a sphere <laughs> for Voltorb and Electro. Yeah. It literally turns upside down to evolve. Yeah. I think the the cool thing about the the Palisand and the uh, Sandy Ghast is that there's a reason for the way that they are. I mean, they're it's a possessed pile of sand. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like oh, here's a, a living pile of sand. Like, no, it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of horrifying. Did you see that? Uh, there was a picture with an explanation uh, of Palisand and what it does to Pokemon, and there was like a little Pikachu in the in like the. Yeah. Did you see that? That was terrifying. It yeah. basically says like Palisand yeah. like sucks Pokemon in and like steals their like souls or something ridiculous. It was really dark. Mm-hmm. But they didn't they didn't leave any of the ghost uh, ghostiness on the floor there. Yeah, I'm gonna create a tag team with Palosand and Vanillax. Do it. And it's gonna be like a uh, it's just gonna be a callback to uh, Lilo and Stitch with the uh, <laughs> fat tourist guy who's always dropping his ice cream in this, at the beach. Yes. You know what we should do? We should just make a team of all the Pokemon that people just think are stupid. Like oh, Palisand yeah. and um, is it Vanillox? And mm-hmm. like, I don't think people think Clefki is stupid, but it's just like keys. You know, oh, like, it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> like just these designs that people are like, just really? all these designs people are like, really? Yeah, th- mm-hmm. that would be such a great team. Because yeah. um, wasn't there another one in Gen Five? Everyone's just like, really. There, I mean, um, there's there's always some. Um, there's oh, yeah. always ridiculous things. I mean, we've had oh. we have a Pokemon that possesses appliances. Um, we have, yeah. yeah, you oh. know, there's just there's some, there's always something people are complaining Bert about. Burton Ernie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Throwing sock for those who don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep, throwing sock. Um, there's a pine cone. You know, like there's just all sorts of things that yeah. people could crap on if they wanted to, but oh yeah, there's no I mean, need to. They're all beautiful in their own way. Exactly. I'm going to say this right now. Every Pokemon is someone's favorite. Yes. Except oh, for, for Simi's sure. here. Except for here, apparently, according to Japan. <laughs> no one likes Simi's here? What happened? Uh, uh, they did a vote for everyone's favorite Pokemon. And the top <coughs> they had released uh, the list, and the very first one was Greninja. Relevant. And uh, and then the rest were followed by like you know starters, legendaries, and a whole bunch. But then the Cute most ones. random ones. 
uh, yeah, and Pikachu and whatnot. But then the most random one was, I think, number 27. It was a Magnemite. Weird. So, like, you got, like, all these starters, and uh, you got all these legendaries and stuff like that. And then, like, in the middle of it all is Magnemite. And I'm like, that's a little weird. But then at the very bottom of the list is Simiseer. At the very, very bottom of, like, all 700-something? Uh, the very last Pokemon that people did not care for is Simiseer, the one who got the least Why? amount of votes. There are so many other Pokemon I would expect to be at the bottom. Really? I don't like those monkeys. I don't well, I don't I don't mind them. I kinda like them, but I I just I'm surprised that that's what ended up at the bottom. Of all the things. Like people like Love Disc more than they like a fire <laughs> monkey. Like it's I don't know. It's yeah. so you know. There's so many well, random little things that are just kind of like thrown in there that don't seem well, to have, have a fire monkey. That's true. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the chimchar. Yeah, but this is like part of a themed set. You know, like it yeah. had, It's like a. It's it's a Pokemon with a gimmick, um, mm-hmm. and there are so many that have no special gimmick or no. I shouldn't say you know every single one of them has their own little quirks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there are so many that have. Uh, very few noticeable or on-the-surface gimmicks that, that people would recognize. I'm just so surprised that ended up at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm pulling up the list right... I'm going to see if I can find the list real quick. Okay. And, yeah, okay. now I'm curious. Yeah, all right. Here are the top 100 Pokemon in Japan. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this was a couple months ago. Let's do, like, uh, do some selections. Yeah. Uh, again, Greninja, followed by... I'll right. do, like, the first 10 right here. Um, Greninja, yeah. Arceus... Mew, Pikachu, Sylveon, Charizard, Genesect, Rayquaza, Meloetta, and then Zygrade. Okay, so those are pretty much what you'd expect. Yeah. Old favorites, uh-huh. relevant things, and then legendary right. stuff. Right, and then you got like Mewtwo, Eevee, Jirachi, Darkrai, Lucario, Diancie, Hoopa, Keldeo, Vixtini, Manphy, or Manaphy, uh, Reshiram, Kyogre, Kyurem, and then Magnemite. That's so weird. How did that end Magnemite up? Is most... Magnemite, mean, I like Magnemite is boss. Magnemite is boss. Fine. Do you think, what are the chances that Magnemite ends up on this list simply because of Pokemon Snap? <laughs> like, people have serious nostalgic feelings about the Magnemite <laughs> in Pokemon oh, Snap. Wow. Okay. 91 is Magikarp. Okay. You know what? It's, it's, it's getting some love. 100 is Mudkip. Oh, that's still a thing? That's still a funny yes. thing? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lugdre's 86, all right. Amphros, 87. Where's Bulbasaur's Heracross? 89. Huh? This is Heracross? important. I said, where's Heracross? Uh, For both see. of us, this is this is important. Yes. yes. See, Raikou. Raikou's 98. That kind of makes me happy. Um, let's see here. I don't know if it's on here. Froakie's 73. Hmm. Gross. It's going to be not. It's not going to be in top 100. Dude, I'm going to be Ultra so sad. Aspion. Flygon is 65. Hmm. Ooh, Zapdos is 62. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, yeah. Pichu is 69. I, I need to know <laughs> which one was 69. I needed to know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a a decent chunk of gold and silver Pokemon that people just kind of forget about. I hope mm-hmm. Heracross is not one of them. I'm not seeing him on the top 100. No, what's wrong with all of you people? All of you who voted, you're uh, wrong. You're this all is wrong. all in Japan, so... I'm trying to see if I can find the full list. Pokemon is, is like, inspired by beetle fighting. <laughs> Why is Heracross not up there? Um, I love how a lot of these articles are like, Japan has voted for its favorite Pokemon, and it's not Pikachu! Yeah, I know, right? Like, heaven forbid. Um, well, I can't find a full list. Heracross, you're in our top 100. Oh, easily top 10. Right? Maybe Heracross should be our mascot. Yeah. yeah. All right. But no, um, I just thought that list was pretty funny from a while back. And speaking of funny, how about Snorlax's Z-Move pulverizing pancake? <laughs> nice segue. Yes. I, uh, I, I love the horror Snorlax. I love, 
like... Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to know how that came to be because it's it's brilliant. Whoever that whoever did that, gold star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is going to change a lot of the memes because I remember seeing a bunch of memes. It's like when Snorlax opens its eyes, Hyperbeam comes out. So now I'm kind of like, yeah, what did I just witness? I guess not. Um, clarify how you get that because I I don't know. They did it. I'm not sure. I think it's is it a pre-order thing. I know there's a bracelet device. I don't know if you need it to do the Z powers. Mm. Oh, so okay. I know I you're, are you talking about the the physical toy. Yeah, like it, they're supposed to sync with the game too. Yeah, I, from my understanding, you don't need it to play. Like you don't need the toy to use the Z moves. You can just sync okay, your game with the toy, and the toy will react when you're using Z moves. No, That's my understanding. I, you don't okay, need, also know, need it. When you get the device, you only get like three or four gems. So you don't get like the full sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, I think you get grass, fire, and water. I think you get the starters and just to electric. cover your bases. Oh, really? That would and make electric. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah, Pikachu, because you know Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, because Pikachu. Yeah. Um. So, I'm hoping, uh, like you said, I'm probably not going to need the device. I, I hope we don't need it because I mean, you're not planning on getting. I kind of huh? wish they did this for Mega Evolution. <laughs> Give us like a you Mega a... Evolution device. That'd be pretty cool. The what's it called? Mega brace. Yeah, yeah the mega bracelet, and Something then like uh, give us a few stones to go with them. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want that? I uh, I'm I'm curious about this toy just because I think it would be interesting to see how it works. I don't collect mm-hmm. a lot of toys though, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know that I'll get it, but the cur- the curiosity may get the better of me. We'll see. Yeah. I'm still de- deciding whether or not I want to get the uh, Pokemon Go device. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, it, it would be great to not have to have the app running all the time, but getting that you don't know what Pokemon you're Go Pro or whatever is it Plus or Pro? I don't remember. I think it's Pro. Whatever, it, whatever that thing is. Yeah, it's like buying a whole 3DS game, isn't it? Forty bucks. It's thirty, I think. Okay, still pretty close to buying a game in its like yeah. all on its own. And I've put twenty bucks into Pokemon Go already because I decided that would be the price point at which I would pay for this game. So to add oh, another, you've actually 30... kept count. <laughs> I, I lost count a while ago. I, I, kudos to you for keeping count, but I have lost count. Well, here's what I did. I, I decided that once I saw the game, um, I said, "What is the what is the amount I'd be willing to pay for this game if I had to pay mm-hmm. for it?" And my threshold for that was twenty bucks. I said this is a twenty dollar game for me, um, okay. because of what it's doing in the real world and what it's doing, you know, in game and stuff like that. So I, I immediately after a few days put down twenty bucks, and I have just like that's been all I've put into it. So okay, um, I actually haven't put anything into it since then. I haven't really needed to because I live in a very, you know, Pokemon Go friendly area, but. Yeah, but uh, I know that I put twenty bucks into it. To put thirty bucks nice. on top of that, I'm just not yeah. sure. But I, I frequently find myself saying, "Man, I just I wish I could be getting, I wish I could be getting steps right now in the game." Oh yeah, I wish they fixed the <gasps> so tracking so I could actually play the game. Because I don't know, the fact that the tracking's down kind of just makes me not want to play. It's 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 definitely frustrating. They are testing. Yeah. Their tracking system in I think San Francisco right now, if not other areas, yeah. and I've seen yeah, I've what it's that. supposed to look like and how it's supposed to work, and it looks pretty I rad. I don't like it. You don't like I it? I don't like it because basically they're showing you like, oh, this Pokemon is near this Pokestop. Right. Well, and actually, like, what if? And I'm kind of like, what if you don't live near a Pokestop? Yeah, if you don't live near a Pokestop, or honestly, this is this is the first world problems of Pokemon Go players. For people who live in really heavily populated areas, being near one Pokestop is going to be confusing <laughs> when mm-hmm. there's a bunch of them. But yeah, yeah. I, I do. I guess I'm happy to see that it's coming back, and I'm happy to see that it's something they feel will work will work better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. It's not the greatest way to do it. I think the best way to do it would be to give us a compass and put Pokemon yes. on the outside of that compass, and they can just tell to us you what you direction you're going. Yes, yeah. I agree. That's something I wish they would do. Um, I've seen tons of mock-ups for it. It looks great. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too. And, I mean, honestly, actually, I'm, like, down to, like, ten Pokeballs. Like, because uh, when we were in California, I had uh, stocked up on so many Pokeballs. I think I had, mm-hmm. like, almost 200 
just because my hotel room was between two Pokestops. Nice. So I would just keep on spamming that. And so then I got home, and I didn't really capture that much. I didn't really waste that many. But now I'm kind of just like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm just going <laughs> to capture every single Pidgey and Rattata that I come across. And then as soon as I have enough of them, I'm going to just lucky egg the whole thing and just spam the experience points. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's really the the mechanic that you have to employ. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, same thing. I, I had a bunch when we were in California and then I got back and I was like, well, I have a ton. I don't need to go to the stops. <laughs> and then I just ran out of them. Nice. But I did, uh, I did, you know, finally succumb to the whole, like, you just got to catch everything you run into thing. Yeah. Cause at first I was kind of like, I'm only capturing what I need. And, uh, it was getting boring. And I think like the past week, the only thing I've really needed that I captured was my very first diglet. Nice. I still have never even seen one. Yeah, uh, they're super rare from where I'm at, but uh, I finally found one. I mean, when we were in California, I finally found a sand shrew. I just opened mine up, and mm-hmm. there's a 1006 Golbat in my apartment. Nice. Uh, now, do you, still, do you still do it with the camera on, or do you just uh, use the fake background that they have for you? If there is something I've never seen before, then I'll put the camera on to take a picture of it, and then I'll turn it right back off to catch it. Gotcha. Let me see what I got going on in here, because, you know, we're not doing anything important. (laughs) Yeah, what are are we doing? Yeah. Uh, There's literally nothing in my area. I mean... I can't throw a Pokeball far enough to catch this thing. (laughs) Honestly, capturing all those pigeons and ratas have actually improved my throwing to be a lot straighter. Well, the thing that drives me crazy about the bats is that, one, they're super far away, and two, they move constantly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, congratulations, Zubat. You're the most annoying Pokemon in this game, too. <laughs> hey, I like Zubat. I like Zubat. I like its evolutionary line. It's just frustrating mm-hmm. AF, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my area is full of Bulbasaurs. What? So I can at least get a bunch of Bulbasaurs, and occasionally I'll get Squirtles if I'm lucky, if I'm down at the beach. But I've only ever encountered one Charmander. I've never encountered any starters except for Squirtle. Um, and I've encountered it twice. Oh, wow. That's it. Come on. I like that you're all like live listening <laughs> to me try to catch a gold bat. <laughs> well, let's see. right now I am 83 male Nidoran candies away from... Well, I'm, I got 83 male Nidoran candies, so I'm getting really close to finally getting a Nido King. Um, I need like ten more Oddish candies to finally get a vile plume. Trying to see what else do I need? Um, let's see, I have sixty-three Poliwag candies, so I'm getting close to Poliwrath. Nice, you're making good progress. It's not like yeah. you're you're stagnant. Yeah, I think that's the thing is it's it's re- it's so easy in this game to feel stagnant if you're not just grinding. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, like uh, or at least the equivalent of grinding in this game. So, but I am enjoying it. I'm actually really curious to see are they like how are they going to implement new Pokémon? They kind of hinted at it and said that they're thinking of creative ways to do it, which mm-hmm. does make me feel like they're not just going to sit there and say like, "All right, here's half of Gen 2. We're just unleashing half of Gen 2." It sounds like they're probably going to pick and choose, which makes me very nervous for some of the Pokémon I'm excited to see in this game. I just I'm hope they worried... don't do like a Pokémon Go 2. I uh, I doubt they will because I think that'd be confusing for the general population, right? Yeah, yeah, it's still gonna be confusing already for all the uh, Pokemon Go players who are just casuals, because they're gonna be like, "Ooh, what's this? What's this? What's a Heracross?" Well, I think I don't know that they'll even either they won't notice and new stuff will just pop up, or the game itself will probably have an announcement that says we've added thirty three new Pokemon to the game. Or something like that. Maybe you know? slowly start adding them or something like that? Well, my hope is that they'll do small waves and they'll just expand. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, though, that when they do that, they'll do it in a way that doesn't leave gaps. I'm nervous that yeah. things like Sunkern are just never going to end up in this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that they're going to not be able to figure out a good way mm-hmm. to incorporate some of those baby Pokemon from the second generation. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how they're going to do, like, Pichu and Igglybuff and Cleffa, because it's like, okay, you have Pikachu candy. How do you... But technically, Pichu's the pre-evolution of Pikachu, so it's like... Um, well, and you can hatch you can hatch Pikachu, I believe. So 
Yeah. It's like it's very bizarre. Maybe, and in later generations of the game, you can find baby Pokemon in the wild. So my guess is they're just gonna plop them in. But for the people who played mm-hmm. Generation Two games, part of the excitement was being able to hatch those things. So mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not yeah. gonna recapture that magic. Pokemon Go has, has done a pretty great job of already doing mm-hmm. that. So I, you know, you gotta you gotta take what you can get. But I'm yeah. very curious. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for uh, Umbreon and Espeon. Yes. They'll do it like, they'll do like. Uh, night and day, like they're supposed to. Well, they 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 kind of, they do. So I'm I'm wondering like how are they going to they like how are they going to do that if you can already evolve but, something into a Vaporeon at night? Mm-hmm. So it, it makes me curious. Yeah. I wonder. It's they it be like a chance. What's that? It's gonna be like a chance. It's like okay, or like maybe have like a designated hour to evolve. Uh, those two be like, okay, it's now eight o'clock. If you want this uh, Umbreon, evolve it now. Yeah, I wonder. It, they they could do a lot of things. They have talked about adding items, so I'm wondering if maybe there will be a way to eventually give a Pokemon an item, so that when you evolve it, it'll evolve a certain way. Because there are some Pokemon that yeah. they, there's not going to be a way for them to evolve in Pokemon Go without mm-hmm. changing the way that they evolve. You know exactly. So, um, but because you already kind of. Yeah. Uh, I was to say it kind of annoys me, like you know, for Kadabra, Machop um, or Machoke, and uh, Graveler and whatnot, you can't just like you know tr- uh, do some form of trade or whatever to evolve them. Yeah, they've kind of already jumped the gun on that one. Yeah, and again, like there's no stones, so I kind of wish. Like, I understand the candy concept, but make it this way. Okay, if you want to evolve your Execute into an Executor, you need this much candy plus a Leaf Stone. Yeah, I yeah, it's interesting. I, I I wonder because they certainly didn't think it was gonna. I mean, I'm sure they knew it was gonna be popular. They certainly didn't know how popular it was gonna be, which means they had to plan for it to never expand. So it's interesting mm-hmm. to see what things they had to give up and 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 uh, leave out of the game, like stones that they could eventually add, while recognizing that those things won't actually apply to things they should apply to, right? So if they need to add a leaf stone later. So that you can evolve something that requires it, it's not gonna yeah. it's not gonna affect the things that should have had it affect. And it's just like it's fascinating. I can't wait to see or, what they do. I can't gloom. wait for us to get an update. Gloom into some flora. We or yeah, we need a uh, blossom sunstone. Yes, blossom. I'm sorry, some flora blossom. There, grass Pokemon. <laughs> they, they, yeah, this goes back to our previous conversation we were having earlier about the Lola forms. Sure, uh, on my part. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I love out. That's good. Flora so much. No, it's the weirdest Pokemon for me to love, but I do. It's okay. Um, but Blossom, uh, you need a Sunstone. Yeah. So exactly. it's like, what if I want to evolve? Like, I'm already uh, as soon as I get my Vile Plume, I'm going to start saving up more Oddish Candy to get another Gloom to hopefully get ready for a Blossom. Like I've been giving. Zubat candy ready for Crobat. I've been getting a uh, bunch more Eevee candy ready just because. But I mean, I'm like, I I could yeah. be completely wasting my time and <laughs> money because uh, they could do something completely different. It's like, oh hey, if you want Espeon, you've got to slide down, do the hokey pokey, and uh, <laughs> then hit evolve. I don't know. Sounds great. I'm in. <laughs> Pokemon dance. You know. Yeah. It's not just walking anymore. <laughs> Pokemon Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Surprised that never happened. I know. I, oh. Pikachu would be your instructor. I just know That's it. True. Um, what other stuff, uh, Alola wise or Pokemon Go wise, uh, is happening? We well, we haven't really gotten um, any Pokemon Go news lately. No. Uh, well, actually, we did. Uh, they announced they're going to get ready for companions. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Do you already know who get... you're going to choose? Oh, Magmite. Nice. Yeah. And I think what they said is whoever you choose, like, you'll get more candy based on that Pokemon that you choose to have follow you. So I'm kind of like, okay, cool. Then I can finally get a Magneton. But I'm mostly just doing it because I love Electrotypes, hence the reason why I'm Team Instinct. Yeah. I uh, I don't know exactly who I would pick. I do feel like it would be pretty badass to walk around with an Arcanine, so maybe I'll do that. <laughs> Um, do you actually have an Arcanine? I do. When we were out in California, there were a decent number of Growlithe, and I managed to catch oh, enough of them to evolve. Nice. So that nice. was pretty exciting. It's probably nice. the coolest thing I have. 
<laughs> uh, I think the coolest thing I have is probably my Snorlax. There apparently are Snorlax a few hours from me. Like, there's some city that, mm-hmm. like, has them. And I'm legitimately tempted to drive, like, hours to go get one. But mm-hmm. no. we'll see. I gotta get back to egg hatching so I can finally get one of those, like, exclusive regionals. Like, Kangaskhan or Yeah. Far-fetched. Yeah. It's such a bummer. But I'm I'm glad that they at least made them hatchable. Yes, because so. I'm like I am not going out and spending so much money on plane tickets just to. No, you're not taking a Pokemon Go trip to Japan or Australia. Well, I heard one guy did. Yeah, he had to but... catch them all, and he did. He doesn't have but... to, but he did. <laughs> exactly, he could have tried to spam a bunch of eggs, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, they're probably like a one percent chance or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But that's got to be crazy because you're like, okay, I'm going to be here for five days, which means I got five days to try and find this Pokemon. What happens if you don't find that Pokemon in the five days? You are screwed. You just wasted all that money to go to a trip to another country, which I guess you probably did a couple other things to enjoy it. But I could not do that. I, although, I mean, Tauros here is pretty common, at least for Ugh, me. I never find them. Well, I, think I would say common, maybe just uncommon, but... Yeah, I think, here's the thing. If he's going to go to Japan and he's going to spend his time in Tokyo, and if he's going to go, you know, to Sydney, and he's going to go to Paris or somewhere, like, I can't imagine he's not going to run into them, so, I, yeah. you know, he's probably fine, but that would totally suck if he didn't. Yeah. But, um... I know, uh... So, what do you think of this rides for Alola? I know we're jumping all over the place with all the news and stuff like that, but I'm just, like, things are coming to my head. But, uh, yeah. The rides in the new Sun and Moon where you get to, like, fly on Charizard or ride a Tauros or whatever, which, I mean, we kind of saw that in X and Y where you got to ride the Rhyhorn, the Mamoswine, yeah. and the, uh, other thing, the grass. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I don't think I have strong feelings about it. It's uh, I think people are excited because it implies the elimination of HMs, which is fine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never really hoping... been bothered by HMs. I know a lot of people hate them. Yeah, I just usually use HM slaves. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people do. I I I don't have uh, the Pokemon that flies me around is not in my party, and that's fine. See, I do so. that usually with, like, the waterfall Pokemon or the dive Pokemon. I'm like, I don't need you all the time. I don't want to waste this HM on, like, my surfing Pokemon because you got some other cool moves I want to keep. Right. Sucks. So, I try and limit my Pokemon's moves to, like, one type. So, like, if I have, like, a water Pokemon, it'll know at least one water move, and then everything else will be different. Sure. This way I have a nice variety of moves, so it'd be like, okay, I'm about to fight an electric Pokemon, but oh, hey, my water type knows a ground type move. Okay, I'll do that. Right, diversify your uh, your effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's uh, I think it'll probably be cool in the game. Like, it'll probably be a fun thing in the game, but mm-hmm. um, of all the changes, I think that's probably the one for me that, if they didn't do it, I wouldn't have been mad. Like, I, yeah. I haven't been waiting with bated breath that uh, <laughs> they're going to get rid of HMs. Yeah, no. I'm, I have a feeling we're going to still have to do the whole rides thing. It's probably going to be, like, one of the challenges for the not-gym. <laughs> for, for the not-gyms? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going to call them the not-gyms. Yeah, yes, I wonder, then. like, are they going to call them something? I wonder. I don't know. They probably won't. They'll probably just meet you there, and that'll be it. Mm. Yeah. It'll probably just have island like, names, right? Like, each island's probably going to have its own name. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be, like, a Charizard flying, or just, like, a flying race, a uh, surfing race, uh, ground race, I guess, if you want to call it that. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, it'll race. probably be more like challenges, which will be... Yeah. Which will be fun. Which is fine. Yeah. So long as it's not, like, heavily based in the story, I'll be fine, because it's, like... I don't want to deal with all that. I just want to capture them all. Oh, you don't necessarily like uh, the Pokemon entries that have a, a prominent story? Eh. Mm. There's some, like, I, I enjoy a, sto- a good story. Like, Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire had a great story. I was going to say, Ruby, Sapphire, and Black and White, I felt like, had, had stories. 
Um, black and white had a good story if you play black and white and then black two and white two. Ooh. Just because they continued, though, I, I will admit they had a pretty good story there. Yeah. And black two and white two was actually really fun just because there was so much to do in that game. Ooh, I'm. You're making me excited. If all goes well, you guys are going to be able to hear me play through some <laughs> stuff for the first time, which is good. <laughs> yeah. That'll be one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I think that pretty much wraps up everything uh, to talk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think we've got a good basis covered for our first episode. Uh, hopefully people enjoyed it. Um, if you guys want to keep hearing us, uh, keep requesting. Uh, we don't really have a set date for when we record. It's more just going to be like, hey, you free? Yeah, I'm free. Let's record. Okay. Uh, so don't expect us to be like every week or every other week. It, we could be every month. It's mostly just going to be whenever we're free and if we feel like it. Yeah, figure out our groove. Maybe uh, maybe there's a groove that we find and it's great and maybe there's not. It'll be, yeah. I mean, be our good friends over at uh, Talking Toku uh, had a pretty good groove for whenever they wanted to, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't have, like, any special thing to say when we're signing out, unlike on my other podcast, the Longbox cast, but uh, I guess I'll just... Doug, where can people find you? Um, people can pretty much find me on Twitter uh, exclusively at Doug Watchin. All right. And you guys can find, find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore. That's the little line that you put as like a space or whatever, for those who don't know, Ranger. So it's <laughs> Deadpool underscore Ranger. Uh, trust me, I ramble a lot sometimes. And you can find us on Twitter for the official Victory Road Pokemon podcast. You can find us on at Victory Road Pod. That's Victory Road Pod. Um, as of right now, we have 10 followers. Um, we love all of them. Yes, we love every single one of you. You're our uh, top 10 favorite followers. Yes. Uh, especially you, RJ Sills. So, <laughs> and Eric Berry, if you're listening to this. I love all the other eight of you, too. <laughs> I love all of you the best. Well, two of them are other podcasts, my podcast and Ranger Command Power Hour. So... Oh, those are gross. I don't love them at all. That's a lie. I love them both. Yes. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, all of you guys have a good night. Um, hopefully you'll be hearing from us again soon. Uh, yeah, hopefully we're just not like a one-hit wonder type thing. So, yeah. We'll be the Carly Rae Jepsen of uh, Pokemon Podcasts. Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. All right. That does it. Yes. One episode done. Boom. <laughs>